giant voice. The official podcast of the United States Navy's largest overseas installation, Commander Fleet Activities, Yokosuka. All the information you need to succeed as a forward deployed sailor in Japan. Each week, we tackle one topic and speak to experts who can answer some of your most frequently asked questions. This is the Giant Voice Podcast. Hello, everybody, and uh, this is a, another episode of the Giant Voice Podcast. Um, I'm your host, Dave Flewellen. Uh, this week, we are going to talk about the Shimoda Black Ship Festival. So for those of you who don't know, the Shimoda Black Ship Festival mm-hmm. is a long-running festival here in Japan mm-hmm. uh, that Sifei has uh, uh, a lot of ties with mm-hmm. and that we participate with. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, we participate in the Shimoda Black Ship Festival mm-hmm. uh, every year. Sweet. With me this mm-hmm. uh, this episode, I have uh, two of our own Sifei staff members who were at the Shimoda Black Ship Festival this past weekend uh, participating in it. So I have Shimizu-san, who is the Director of Military Liaison and Civil Affairs uh, for CFE, And then I have N- MC1 um, Sartin, who is the LPO for the uh, CFE Public Affairs Office. And these guys were at Shimoda, and we're going we're gonna to talk about it. How are you doing, guys? Doing great. Glad to be here. Great. Shimizu-san, uh, doing th- well? Yes, thank you for having me today. All right, well, gentlemen, uh, so Shimizu-san, let's start with you. Um, yes. <laughs> tell me about what the Shimoda Black Ship Festival is. Okay, so uh, Shimoda Black Ship Festival, uh, this is a festival to commemorate uh, the arrival of uh, Black Ship to uh, first, uh, actually, the uh, the ship uh, from uh, United States, uh, at that time, probably America. Uh, to uh, the country of Japan. Uh, at that time, uh, the Japan was close to all countries except for Netherlands. And uh, it, it was a real significant uh, thing uh, for Japan. And it's, uh, it's the opening uh, of the Japan to the world. And it's, uh, it's a, it was a very significant moment. And in order to commemorate that, and in order to commemorate uh, the uh, Commodore, uh, Commodore Perry, <laughs> uh, who came with the fleet that time. Uh, and it's been continuing for uh, 84th time. Uh, and I think next year they are celebrating, uh, I think, the 170th anniversary uh, mm-hmm. since the... Uh, Komodo Perry. <laughs> Since he came. Since he came to Shimoda. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I think mm. maybe for listeners who who maybe don't know a lot about mm. Japanese history, mm. this is the end of the closed era, but this is mm. also marks the beginning of the Meiji Restoration and industrialization mm. and is in some ways kind of the date of the modern era of Japan, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's very correct. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so is is that are those things kind of all encapsulated in the festival, like it, it, those connections? Yes, that's what the Shimoda City is trying to do, and of course, you know what they're trying to do is to have fun as well, of course, and to have a good uh, friendship between the uh, two countries. But not only the two countries, but many countries who are involved. Right mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. what's the connection between Shimoda mm-hmm. and Yokosuka? base mm. what, what what's the connection there like why is it important mm. that we participate okay uh, I 
started invo- uh, getting involved with this uh, Black Sif Festival uh, 15 years ago when I first uh, uh, got this job. Uh, but it's been continuing, of course, way before that. And uh, I've been kind of, you know, uh, trying to uh, keep on that history. So uh, I'm very much responsible for uh having uh, the Shimoto city to meet up with the people here in the U.S. Navy. But um, basically, I, I'm not pretty sure <laughs> how it happened, <laughs> to Originally, tell you the truth. Yeah. Yeah. And who, Sometimes who, that's just how things are, right? Mm, they just sort of happen. Mm, mm. But uh, the thing is that uh, the Shimoto city requested uh, the uh, U.S. Embassy uh, for help. <laughs> And of course, U.S. Embassy uh, kind of, uh, you know, provided all the support. Mm-hmm. And gradually, that uh, the support uh, was uh, became the responsibility of the uh, the Yokosuka base. I mean, I, I so suppose it makes sense just logistically. We're kind of the closest to Shimoda, right? Um, mm. As far as U.S. Navy facilities yes. are, mm. does it, are uh, concerned. Do, does it have anything to do with the fact, uh, didn't, didn't Commodore Perry originally land pretty pretty close to here, right? Mm. He landed in uh, Uraga? Uh, Uraga, too. Uh, yes. Uh, initially, uh, the Commodore Perry's fleet came to uh, here uh, in Yokosuka. Yes, and all the uh, the the signing of you know uh, the trade and amity was mm-hmm. be made at Shimoda. Ah, I so see. So there, there's a connection uh, between the Yokosuka and Shimoda. Yokosuka is the initial landing site, but Shimoda is where the yes. stuff happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I know during the pandemic mm-hmm. we didn't, but we typically send a ship down there, usually a destroyer, right? Yes, uh, usually destroyer and. Uh, we we actually had the event last year too. Um, but maybe there was no ship. No yet. ship. Uh, just o- only uh, the admiral. <laughs> yeah, I was I was there last year <laughs> in Yokopan's costume, which <laughs> was uh, quite an experience. <laughs> oh, um, we all felt so bad for you. Oh my god, it was horrible. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. But okay, so MC One, um, you were down there as the MC for the event, taking photos and stuff. Um, tell me yeah. a little bit about your experiences and uh, and what you thought. Yeah, so um, I went down there with a team of uh, another one of our mass communication specialists and a uh, civilian uh, uh, government employee that we have, um, and our whole goal was to just kind of sort of provide um, photo and video coverage of all the different events that were there. Um, you know, it's it's a huge deal to see this, you know, amazing set of interactions between U.S. sailors and, and the local populace. Um, it's actually not just locals. You actually get a ton of tourists from all over Other Japan. Other parts of Japan, right. Um, so, you know, you just have this... You have this group of sailors, they're in their whites, you know, they're they're having a good time, just, you know, spreading a good mood, interacting with the locals, uh, shaking hands and kissing babies. And um, yeah, we kind of follow them around um, throughout their different events. Um, God, there were probably, I think there were like 15 different individual events. Um, the guys from the Milius... I think day one they got there and they went and uh, visited some local elementary schools. Cool. Um, the local mayor came on board the USS Milius. 
Um, there was a parade. Um, so, you know, all, all those different little interactions, we were just, uh, we were just there to provide coverage for, um, you know, to kind of ensure that we would get the opportunity to tell that story to our, uh, all, our followers in the region. So the, the, um, the festival is usually a really fun atmosphere and, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's very exciting. Um, what are what are some of the other you know I saw some of the pictures and videos of some maybe there was a visit to a shrine I think and Kyokusenji uh, Tempa, some, temple yes. oh a mm-hmm. temple excuse mm-hmm. me um, mm-hmm. and some placing of wreaths and stuff what what is what's the meaning behind some of that so, so um, before explaining that I, I think I need uh, kind of the, to tell you the expectations that I've been requested from Shimoda oh, yeah, City certainly. every year uh, is that, you know, bring in the uh, the whole kind of uh, uh, American kind of feel to Shimoda. Right. <laughs> One year. That that's like the expectation of make a little mini American atmosphere yes. in <laughs> Yes. So so that that uh, that's very true. And you know uh, the reason uh, for like for example like Shimoda City uh, asking uh, the sailors to be in their uniform during yep. the day uh, is just to kind of create that kind of the atmosphere uh, within that small town of Shimoda. And that's uh, kind of really uh, makes the people of Shimoda City very happy. I'm sure. Yes. So, so many years ago, I was in um, mm. India when I was still active duty. Mm. Uh, uh, we did a port call in India with a bunch of other navies, mm. and we all walked around in dress uniform. Mm. And it was amazing. It was this kind of like mm. a, a little bit of a rock star mm-hmm. thing of people wanting to take pictures. Mm. So I imagine Shimoda has a little bit of that going on. Yes. Yeah. Dur- during that three days. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. You, you, you witness that a lot with the, the sailors in their whites. You'll have uh, parents will run up with their children and they'll just kind of like put the children in front of the in front of the sailors yeah. and ask to take a picture. Mm. Um, it's it's really really cool to see, and I actually saw many sailors uh, giving away their uniforms I've and done their that before uh, myself. <laughs> their caps and the full sets uniform. Yeah, yep. So, but everybody was really uh, having that big smile on their faces. So it's like amazing to see that. That's that's what we want. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. that you know those things. There, there's a lot of talk, and this is for you know listeners, especially junior people listening. Is you know there's a lot of talk of be a good ambassador, and and we have to keep up good good relations with our host nation, which we do. But I think sometimes that can come across as that means the restrictive elements of that be quiet on the train, try and adapt to Japanese culture, so on and so forth. But there's also a fun side to that, which is things like Shimoda, where we have these opportunities to party with Japanese people in a kind of Navy atmosphere. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. And uh, this is really different from, you know, uh, other port visit made by uh, the ship. Yep. Uh, like, so uh, actually uh, here, of course, you know, we provide the kind of American atmosphere, but in exchange, the Shimoda city will provide to the sailors and all the leaders and all the, you know, American who come to Shimoda, uh, like the rich Japanese history over there. Yeah. Uh, the town itself, uh, of course, uh, people. Hospitality. Uh, hospitality. Yep. <laughs> yes. And so, uh, and we, 
in my you know daily work i usually get involved in real you know politics and all that you know which could stuff be stuff that can be more serious serious maybe. and it's not much fun <laughs> so to say <laughs> but but really the uh the black ship festival it's all about having fun and friendship so uh this is very rare experience i think you know the all the sailors can kind of what what I would say to anybody listening, and, and you should go next year. Mm. Anybody on this base should go. There's nothing stopping you from just mm. driving down to Shimoda and mm. uh, enjoying mm. the festival. Mm. It's kind of a friendship day in reverse. It's mm-hmm. it's rather than us inviting our host nation onto base, mm. it's a small town inviting mm. us to mm. come navy yeah, in their that, town for a weekend. Mm. Yeah. And for people, you guys can can tell. So you know, people don't think it's just me saying this, but Shimoda is ethereally beautiful. Yes, it is absolutely mm. breathtakingly beautiful. Abs- place. Absolutely, mm. absolutely. Um, not, not even not even just the nature. I, I mean the the waters there are you know this this deep beautiful blue. You're surrounded on all sides by these massive hills Mm -hmm. it's a beautiful place to be um but you also get to see a different side i think at least from my perspective of of the japanese people um Mm -hmm. i think you know for those of us who live on yokosuka Mm -hmm. or near any other military base Mm -hmm. a lot of the locals are are pretty used to us right um so there's certain experiences you just don't get Mm -hmm. um but when you go out there you know you'll see there will be like a group of little kids, you know, they're maybe eight or nine years old mm-hmm. and, you know, they're all kind of sitting there snickering mm-hmm. and you can tell they're looking at you. And then one of them musters the courage to come up to you and just say, hello. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the moment you say hello back, mm-hmm. it just it lights up all of their day. Did they say, oh. uh, hello, nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. Thank you. And you. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> because that's the first thing Je- my kid in his yes. my kid goes to Japanese schools and in English class that's the no, first thing they yeah. taught. No, yeah. they, they didn't. They didn't get quite that far. Um, but you know they'll they'll just say they'll just say hello and you know um, you without mm. speaking that much Japanese and them without mm. speaking that much English. Mm. You know, just by the simple act of saying hello to some kid, you know you've. You've already, you know, served as that ambassador. You've sort of yep. crossed that cultural bridge where, sure. you know, hey, we just we just connected, you know, in what way we can. And I think it's it's pretty cool to be able to, you know, light up a group of of people's faces, uh, especially kids' faces, that easily. You know, you make a good point because, um, you know, here in Yokosuka, everybody's kind of used to us, mm-hmm. and even Kanto and Tokyo region in general has mm. a lot of foreigners not just military but in all sorts of realms of mm. business and etc um but you get out to a place like shimoda mm. and you know people from other countries become mm. much less frequent mm. in those parts of japan mm. and so so you're right you smiling at that kid mm. that interaction might there may have really long lasting effects mm. on how they perceive and view the navy and mm. how they perceive and view mm. americans mm. and so on mm. so yeah i think still the uh, people of shimoda city still had that uh kind of during my childhood time of you know the good goodness of japanese right mm. yeah right. they still keep that yeah you know, like we are all kind of, in a way, polluted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in a way, but 
they they were really pure. Right? Yeah, yeah, in yeah. That sense. So um, uh, I'm really glad that you know uh, all the sailors uh, could. Get to experience uh, that kind of Japanese people. Yes, yeah, that kind uh, of small uh, culture, culture, small town yes. mm. um, Japanese ness mm. that mm. maybe doesn't exist as much anymore, anymore as it used to. Yeah, <laughs> mm. and they're really appreciative of people coming in as well. <laughs> and they, I'll tell you what else. And this is this is I'm not making light of it at, at all. But anybody listening who wants to go visit, those small towns are very happy to have your tourist mm. dollars they're very mm. happy to have your money yes. as a tourist and so you're doing a good thing by going there and visiting because I, they they're they want to have you there so mm. yeah even not mm. festival time shimoda is still a lovely place mm. to go and visit yeah, yeah absolutely absolutely yeah um okay so what was uh what was your favorite thing about the festival your favorite one particular My favorite story event. or fun thing that happened um you know honestly i think uh one of the one of the coolest things to witness was the the tug of war uh, they did that on the on the final day um so they actually have they have 10 teams um compete in a in a sort of i don't know was it double elimination <laughs> uh tug of war tournament um, so you get two American Navy teams, a JMSDF team, and then I think six local teams. They actually have like I think a local construction company. Oh, that's awesome! A couple of high school teams, yeah, I and I it. think mm-hmm. just just some enthusiasts, some guys that just love tug of war. Um, tug of war, otaku guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, oh, oh no, they got they got so into it. Like there were people that. They would bring uh, everybody would be wearing matching wrestling boots. Oh my god! That's or they amazing. would be wearing like a deadlifting belt. <laughs> I love it. Um, I think the JMSDF team mm. they had a they had a drummer ah, yes. uh, in order to like keep it's rhythm and mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it so w- that type of like jocular competition. Uh-huh. Like my my child, we just mm. did his first elementary school sports day. Mm. Yeah, right. That type of like friendly competition, mm. I think, is something that Japanese people. People grow up with from mm-hmm. a very young age yes. of like yeah. bonding through physical competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and and mm-hmm. you you can you could tell like ev- everybody just enjoyed it. Like even I, I think some of the some of the hobby teams were, you know, sorry to say, uh, like greatly overmatched. Like even yeah. like I, I think I I saw you know like some of the high school kids mm-hmm. just. Just got absolutely yanked by one of the construction <laughs> but teams. It's still fun. But everybody, mm. everybody was smiling. Everybody yep. was having a good time. Yep. Um, and you know, of course, mm. you know, you finally get around to the much awaited for, mm. you know, U.S. Navy versus JMSDF mm. uh, competition, and and the the JMSDF took it this year. Hey, good for them. They won. Um, but I, I, it was just, it was cool to watch. You know, Every, everybody was having a good time. People were sweating, you know. Uh, it was it was cool. Shimizu-san, what was your favorite thing this week this year? Oh, uh, one thing. Uh, I was uh, on the parade car uh, with uh, the CEO of uh, Milius. Cool. And uh, with Commander Gunderson, I think it was his first time uh, to be in Shimoda, and uh, it was funny that. Uh, right after he saw uh, the Desron, who who was there as well, uh, got off his car, parade car, and start uh, interacting with the local uh, people in the parade. He, the uh, Commander Gunderson, he immediately got off the car with his wife. 
<laughs> and then start, you know, uh, you know, not only waving hand but shaking hand, you know, uh, and you know, and taking pictures, you know, with the crowd. That's and great. Then, yeah, and you know, it really, um, of course, you know, the four years high just um, kind of really. Everyone was really craving for this know, festival. This, yeah, yeah. You know, interaction, and interaction yeah. without mask and you know, without being able to touch. touch yeah. And yeah, yeah. Mm. So I, I think at first, Commander Granderson, when I went to explain to him about the whole, you know, event, you know, he was at first he was very serious about it. He thought we were going for there for some kind of uh, yeah religious called? ceremony or your yeah. you know political some kind right. of negotiation because we're you know at that time it, you know in Hiroshima the G7 summit was going yeah. on. Yep. So he was very serious and he said he can't fail this what not but said you know this is all this about is fun. fun. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but you know and you know he he of course first didn't believe my word. I I think, but but then or maybe maybe he did, but he didn't. He did. There was still he that, like visualizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so he was. Uh, he he had just taken command yes. of of the Milius. Oh, so, so I, I think brand new stuff. Yeah, yeah he yeah, yeah. he was kind of mm. you know wanted mm. to get off on the right foot. Yes. And so. Hey, what a way to start your command, right? Get yeah. off on the right foot by going to one of the best uh, the best festivals yes. in the country. Yeah. No, no kidding. Yeah. Well, well. Kudos, kudos to him. Um, in fact, I don't know if we mentioned this, but uh, the day they pulled in, uh, they started getting forecasts of of heavy seas. Yep. So the you know it ha- half of the crew got super lucky, and the other half of the crew kind of and was stuck on yeah, kind of got stuck they on were, board. They were anchored out. Mm. Yeah, they had. Um, mm. I think the the mm. evening of the first day, going into the morning of the mm. second day, they had uh, nine to twelve foot seas. Uh, yeah. yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, so mm. they had to they had to stop the Liberty boat, uh, and um, yeah, yeah. I think half the crew got uh, half the crew got extra Liberty, mm. and the other half got, got stuck. stuck. Mm. But, mm. but yeah, rumor that was going around mm. was that um, was that the the captain was gonna make it up to him on the on the next port. So. Yeah, that's cool. all the other captains out there listening. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. That's <laughs> how you do it. To him on the next make it up to them. <laughs> yeah, I I have been stuck. Uh, one time in Korea, I got stuck on the other way. I got stuck on shore. Uh-huh. Couldn't get the couldn't get the boat back out to uh-huh. to the ship. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but we were in a at a Korean Navy base. Mm-hmm. No hotels around there mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. So we had to stay in the Korean Army barracks. Mm-hmm. Oh, like forty people to a room. Speaking of which. Uh, I think on second day, uh, the sailors, uh, because they couldn't go back mm, to the ship, so they got stranded. And so about 20, 20 people, uh, sailors, had to stay uh, in the uh, the elementary school gymnasium. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, so they actually had to sleep on the floor. Wow! <laughs> and just, uh, no, no, like cushion or anything, just like oh, no. uh, blanket, but. Uh, well, I, I was amazed that all those sailors, you know, they just upkept their spirit high, mm-hmm. and you know, really, they they were having fun. Yeah. So, Still. well, the, the city, the city really did everything they could to support, mm, like the um, yeah, the yeah. the water boat company. I think mm-hmm. it was owned by some 
local mm-hmm. fisherman. I think mm-hmm. his name was actually also Shimizu Sanzai. Yes, it is. <laughs> you know, they, they Not did, my lower tip. <laughs> they, uh, they did the best they could to, to support the ship yes. and, and make sure that the crew was able to get off and mm-hmm. that they could do their comrels. So mm-hmm. The best. You know, mm-hmm. every every person involved, mm-hmm. you know, especially on the, mm-hmm. on the Japanese side, just was really there to make mm-hmm. sure this thing happened mm-hmm. and that it went well. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm, it's, it's good to hear that the, the both sides are, are still so invested mm-hmm. in making this happen mm-hmm. every year. And, uh, yeah, I think it'll be fun, fun mm-hmm. next year as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, if you're listening around this time next year, mm-hmm. it happens again mm-hmm. and, uh, it, uh, it is a, a blast. So mm-hmm. if you're not on the ship that gets selected to go, maybe find a way to get down there. I think they did a ITT trip this they year. did yeah we saw some local marines that i think were there, there part of that. Yeah. so so yeah mwritt mm. or make mm. your own way down there it's a mm. it's a blast of a festival mm. book your hotel long in advance yeah it, it's it's a small town and mm. a lot of people come mm. to visit so mm. and uh shimoda is really famous for spa mm. too oh like very onsen, good onsen. yeah mm. nice onsen so cool so lots of things to see and do (laughs) yeah all izu is like really amazing Mm. seafood right Mm. um so yeah lots of great things to see Mm. and do down there Mm. and uh yeah it's a fun festival we just Mm. wanted to talk about it and uh just a shout out to uh all the people of uh shimoda city if they Mm. happen to listen um I know these guys and everybody is is uh, very thankful for the hospitality they were shown. So, all right, that's about all we have for uh, this episode of the Giant Voice Podcast. Um, thank you for listening, as always. Thank you, gentlemen, for being here. Absolutely. Thank you, too. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. The Giant Voice Podcast is a production of Commander Fleet Activities Yokosuka Public Affairs Office. The views expressed in this podcast not necessarily reflect the policy of the Department of the Navy or Department of Defense. Thanks for listening.